we're back for episode number two. Uh, this is Like on a Like. My name is Richard. My name is Jessica. And what are we going to do today, Jessica? Today we're going to discuss a folklore that every Hispanic person knows. Or so they say. Well, every region has their own thoughts and origin of it. Are they stories? Are they lies? The parents make? What do we think? We think that everybody has their own opinion. I'm asking yours. My opinion is that I like the folklore. I mean, I didn't ask if you liked it or not, but just what do you think? Lies or true? We don't know. This was supposed to be like thousands of years ago. I feel like parents lie to you. And they make weird stories to scare their little kids into behaving. Which is... Yeah, they're cautionary tales. Which is not a bad thing. Because, uh, you know, behaving, little kids behaving, it used to be way better back in the days when they used to tell you this kind of things and scare you off. Nowadays, kids, I don't know, they're out of control. What do you think? That everybody parents very differently. Anyways, the topic in hand is going to be La Llorona. That's the weeping lady? Weeping woman? Mm -hmm. For those who don't know. It loosely translates into that. It means cried women, but I I heard people calling it weeping. Mm -hmm. Well, she is weeping of sort. Is she though? Yes. What story do you know about the Llorona? how How does it go with you? The basic one. Which is? A woman who murdered her children and now is forced to walk the earth looking for children. But see, why did she kill them? Well, supposedly, the one that I've heard, is out of jealousy. Towards? Her husband. So the kids pay the price? Yes, because it was the only thing that the husband loved. So she decided to take that from him by drowning the two boys in the river. And herself. Well, that's where it derivates. So, okay, so this is what I heard. It, it has to do with, like, the Llorona being, like, the most beautiful women at the time. How everybody wanted her, but she only cared for some guy that was married. And then they had kids. And when she wanted him to marry her... She didn't want to. So she pretty much killed the kids as a way of punishing him, I'm guessing. And then after she drawn her kids, she felt remorse and then committed suicide. And that's why she's always crying for her kids. See, there's different variations. Because there's some where, yeah, she is the most beautiful woman in the town. And she falls in love with this ranch dude just this guy yeah. yeah he's like wealthy and he, he does fall in love with her for a bit they live together they never married but they did live together they had two kids and then his parents force him to marry someone of his class so he does forgiving that other woman but, she, but he still cares for his kids 
so he would visit the kids and not her. And then one time he stops in like a fancy carriage with the wife to say hi to his kids and doesn't have like a second look at the mom or ex-wife, whatever. So she gets so mad that she ends up drowning her kids in the river. And then once the guy finds out, they hold her and then they burn her at the stake. Like a witch. Mm -hmm. For murder. And that's why she has like the veil and she always has her face covered. Wow. Was so he? It's different. Everybody's so we know, different. but okay, so, but the story kind of goes the same. She kills her kids, either they killed her, she commits suicide. And then she comes back and haunts kids for whatever reason. Haunts, not the guy. Haunts the world okay. for children. You see, this is what the story they told me, my parents. Well, it wasn't really my parents because they never really told me, but they, they would tell my cousins and stuff. So I would just hear. If you don't, as a kid, if you don't behave, she's going to come and get you. So that's a way to make people, like little kids, behave. That's what I was telling you. Like, do you think parents should justify saying stuff like that just to make you behave because mm. apparently was, it worked out didn't it because that was the thing like oh if you don't behave the Yorona's is going to come and it's going to get you yeah see not for me so see that's why i don't get it. so supposedly the Yorona would only take the bad kids not the good kids the bad mm. kids no she doesn't care as long as they're kids well see that's, that's what i meant but where i'm her from, whole thing is just taking kids for no reason yeah, Re- trying I'm, to replace hers that's what I meant like where I'm from they would tell you that so you would behave and that's where I'm telling you like do you think you know these are good lies do you think it's just a lie period I mean obviously they're lies but it's just like traditions you know it's things you pass down it's stories so they never told you anything like this no. They never told you a lie. I mean, yeah, I'm pretty sure they lied to me. But, but you know, that nowadays you like hear it and you're like, that was that way I believe it. Because no, like, I still didn't believe anything. True. But do you think that should be something that, you know, people should still do to tell their little kids and scare them off into behaving? I mean, to each their own. If it works for them, sure. True. We, we both watched... The curse of the Yorona, right? It was the Yorona. Some of them were cursed, some of them were like the awakening and crap. Yeah. Well, it was like a 2019 movie. We both watched that one. So we'll tell you our thoughts on that one. We each watched an individual one, which each of us will let you know our thoughts on it and a quick summary about it don't, don't watch, watch it don't, don't watch, watch it just read books, books man the the, the movies are horrible. horrible i don't think they it's not even movies you just have to read the book i don't think they made any movies that's actually good yeah no i'm guessing the first one that we thought the movie did was the best one of all of them yeah because it actually had to do with you know uh scare Parts, scary parts, scary parts out, out there. there. The, the new, new ones, ones that, that I watched, I watched the 2022 with uh, the guy, Danny Trejo. Mm-hmm. Garbage. 
the, the acting was horrible. It wasn't scary. The story was weird. I don't know. I, I, I felt I like the kids, kids were just being dumb. dumb. They, they were just, just going with strangers. Well, the universe just Give me a summary of that movie because I didn't watch it, so I don't know what you're talking about. The movie starts with like some Americans going into Mexico for vacations. But it turns out that it's not a vacation. They're just going away to like get away from stuff. Because apparently mm-hmm. they... One of their kids died. Like so girl. it's a family? Yeah. So it's um, How many are they? So it's the husband, wife, and a kid. Boy. Mm-hmm. And apparently their daughter died. They never really explained how she died, by the way. It was just uh, some telling here and there about the woman feeling responsible, guilty in a way. So, I don't know. I thought maybe she accidentally killed the girl by drowning her or something. Because, you know, the Llorona is always talking about drowning people. But they never really explained. And then it talks about how it's been only a few months, like four or five months. How the guy wants to move on, but the lady's still like whipping about it, and how they're, I guess, they she's feeling guilty and he keeps telling her like how they both lost a kid. It wasn't just her that she needs to move on. But it was weird because then she, the guy kept telling him like this is why people get divorces and stuff like that. So it's I don't know like it felt kind of weird like. Do you like her? Do you not like her? Because then she's like, then he's like, I'm, I'm crazy for you. And then he's like, I want to have another baby. And then she wasn't ready. And that's where the issue comes in. Like, one of them wants to move on. The other one's still crying about it. What does this have to do with the Yorona, though? Well, that's how the freaking story starts. Like, I don't know. It's just weird. And, and then, I don't know. He, he, the Yorona just keeps taking away little kids. But the stupid kids just follow her. They weren't even that young either. They were like ten. So like you like if you're ten and you just some random lady freaking appearing out of nowhere tells you to come with her, would you go? I don't think so. No, I don't even go with people I actually know. Exactly. So it's just like unless she's like mind controlling them, that's freaking weird. Freaking kids. But did they explain that? Like no. Because remember in the other one. She just randomly appears with, like, mist, and then she freaking traps him in the mist, and then she takes him away. So that part I understand, but the kids were going with her. Because the one that we watch in the theaters, the curse of the Yorona? Yeah, she freaking legit takes him away. Mm-hmm. But she did kind of, like, hypnotize them, yeah, yeah, sort of, kind of paralyzed. And this one, they don't say anything. That's what I meant. Like, the older one is better, because they at least tell you little things like that that make sense. This one doesn't. And then Danny Dreco is like so weird because uh, he's like helping them, but it turns out that surprise is the uh, son, the, the father. Oh, spoilers, by the way, I don't know, but I, I wouldn't recommend you guys watching it. But it turns out that he's like the dad of the main, like the bad guy from like Cartel. What Some dude just wants to, like, I don't know, they just put into, I don't know, I don't even know why they freaking put in, just I guess to make Mexico look like freaking crime and stuff. Because there was, like, no reason why to put him. It's just for him to die and for you to be like, oh, yeah, Mexico's not safe. Yeah, it's weird. And then he ends up dying. Doesn't he die in every movie he comes out in? Well, not Danny Trejo. You can, he, at the end, he's the one that kills a Llorona. Danny Trejo? Yes. Oh so, of course, he freaking takes the main spot, even if he wasn't the freaking protagonist. 
And uh, let's see. Turns out that the lady was actually Mexican and that she was descendant of La Llorona. The wife? Yes. How is she going to be descendant of her if she killed her two kids well, and then herself? Well, apparently the kid didn't die in this one. The son? And it was No, it was only one girl, Gabriela. It was one girl, and then she grows up, and then freaking, uh, she, I don't know, freaking she has kids or something, and then the wife kills her from the guy. I don't know, it's just confusing, but it, it's garbage. It's trash. Oh. Do not go watch. <laughs> okay. It's a waste of, uh, I think it's an hour and like 30 minutes or something. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> so it just, I don't know, freaking, I don't know if they were making fun of, like, Mexicans, because <laughs> it was so weird, it just... Don't watch. Anyways, how was your movie? Mine was questionable. In what way? Like, as a retelling of the Yorona, not really there. As a horror movie, not there. So what was it? Comedy? It was an indie film of sort. Just like political drama oh of course how did they add political stuff into la llorona the heck because they it's not really about her they incorporated aspects of her story into this story but nothing like fully in debt to the llorona like they never even mentioned her what yeah they just like always refer to it. Did you hear the woman crying? But she never makes an appearance. Not in like the way that we're used to. Is there any kids missing? No kids missing. Then what's the problem in this story then? Political. So like you're doing the political stuff. Sort of. Okay. So the one that I watch was released oh it was filmed in 2019 released January 22nd 2020 it is a good movie on its own I wouldn't say it's a good movie for the retelling of that particular folklore so it doesn't explain anything about it oh no and if you don't know the folklore like you don't connect the dots wow so garbage. As a horror Yorona retelling, yes. As a regular movie, it's okay. And what was it classified as? It was classified as a horror movie, so which garbage. there was no horror. Wow. It has a 96 on Rotten Tomato, though. 86? 96. Wow. And a 79 little thumbs up on Google. That makes no sense. I know. It, I mean, it's a good movie, but it's just not a Yorona movie. I'm guessing those are all the Hispanics that they do know about the movie then. Yeah, it's um, it's set in Guatemala. Wow. And Were they actors that we know? No, not a single actor that I knew. Wow. The entire movie was in Spanish. Wow. And this one, there was like some people speaking English and then some people speaking Spanish. And you can tell some pe the people that were speaking English, they knew Spanish because they had like an accent like I do. So it made no sense. And then I don't know where they'll be like, ¿Qué dijo? 
Or what did she say? Well, that understand. one was in Spanish and in Mayan dialect. So wow. There was... Because it's... This guy, this super old dude, gets accused of genocide in Guatemala. And they don't really explain when it happened or the time period is in. They have phones, so it guessing it's somewhat modern. Wow. So it wasn't good. Like I said, it was a good movie, but not a Yorona movie. The aspects that they did incorporate that are related to the folklore was the woman looking for her children mm-hmm. and water. Because you never actually hear the woman weeping. You see a lot of water, and when water comes up, like it's to haunt the main guy that is being accused of genocide. Because he was a general in the army, and he was accused of murdering or, or sending soldiers to murder all of the indigenous people. Wow, you're just telling me and I'm already falling asleep. So I do not envy you by watching that movie. I told you that that was not going to be the movie for you to watch. Dude. It was so slow. And this one, the guy threw a rock at the... By the way, La Llorona in this movie, they call him Maria. So I'm not really sure if that's true or they're just like, oh, what's the most Mexican name we can find? But it's... La Llorona's not Mexican. It's Latin. Whoa. They just threw a rock at her, and it hit her right in the eye, and then she died like that. What? Yes. Like, they didn't strangle, like, what do you call it all? Strangle? Strangle her, or anything. He just took the baby away from her, because she was, like, going to commit suicide, for whatever reason. And he's like, you're crazy, give me the baby. And then he was running away, and he just tripped and randomly grabbed a rock and threw it at her, and he hit her eye. And then she just, like, freaking lay there in the water, and I guess she was dead already. Like by the power of a god, it landed on well, her eye, or what? Rock, man. She just passed out and died, I guess. Well, according to Folk Life Today, American Folk Life Center and Veterans History Project, um, the story is presented among indigenous Mexicans at the time and early in around the 1570s. Well, if you guys want to see indigenous and stuff like that, watch The Green Inferno. That movie is bad acting and it's not that good, but it keeps you like intrigued. You should watch it. What does that have to do with indigenous people? I don't know, it's just indigenous people and the tribes and what they actually did back then. Like I said, the acting is horrible, so don't expect, like, you know, amazing acting, but it still keeps you on edge. So it says that it's a Nawal account? What does that mean? Isn't a Nawal the people that can change into, like, an animal? Is that, that what you call it? Nawal? Nawal? Isn't it? Uh, I, I don't, don't think, think so. so. Oh. Well, it says that indigenous people think it's an awal, an account of an awal, 
of a bad omen that occurred in Tenochtitlan in 1509, ten years before the arrival of Cortes and the Spanish invaders. It says it was captured by Franciscan friar Bernardino de Sawan from Nahuatl speakers in Mexico who lived through the events they described. The interview probably occurred in 1550s and were included in both languages in his work Historia General de las Cosas de la Nueva España. You see, over here they're saying that Wal is a spiritual, uh, it's a personal guardian spirit. And that's not what I heard. Uh, I heard that uh, some people have a weird tradition that if you um, place a little baby in between a crossroad that makes a cross, and you put him right in the middle, and you leave him there by itself, the first animal that gets to him, I've heard he, that he gets he gets that's to be able to transform into that animal. Well, I don't think that's the spiritual stuff. I think that's like the devil kind of stuff, you know. And I don't think it's good. So I w- I wouldn't think it's in that one. But I mean, that's probably that witchery stuff. And that also, there's a lot of cases in like YouTube. I mean, probably fake videos and stuff, but like of just random people transforming into animals to like do evil. Yeah, but that was back in the day. So like everything gets corrupted as time moves on. Well, yeah, but because like at the beginning, like in their civilization, it might have been something spiritual, spiritual for them. True. Maybe not that they use it for evil now, though, but... Yeah, that's I mean, not everything what I gets corrupted. Over here, it has been something to do with uh, a deer, jaguar, or a bird. And I'm pretty sure it used to be more dogs the and stuff like that. The or the Aztecs? Mm-hmm. One of those. I think it's is in the Mayans, I think. The jaguar was, like, their ultimate animal. Okay, okay. That was their, like, biggest spirit. Yeah, it, it was, was from the Aztecs. From the Aztecs? The, the jaguar, eagle, and the serpent. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, so that makes sense. But the Mayans, too. Uh, where is this from the Aztecs? We're just, just randomly reading the rule, by the way. If you guys know anything about it, let us know. Is it called in a one? It's not in a one? Is it what have you heard of it? Well, that's what I said. Yeah. You people. You know? I, apparently, in this app, you guys can comment, so comment whatever you think do you think we're wrong do you know anything else that we don't know that is interesting let us know we're pretty fascinated about these kind of things have you ever heard of a witch of blair no i don't even understand what you said but it says miguel leon portillo's the broken spear the aztec account of the conquest of mexico translated this to find out the identity of the wailing spirit we look at book eight of the codex where there is a patches passage the scholars generally take to refer to the same event in the days of the same metokukama it happened that the demon coa cult walked about weeping at night in the streets of mexico 
everyone heard it saying my children who is me that i must soon leave you although dispatches he calls for a demon in book one sahuan describes see or a cult as one of the most important goddesses of the Aztecs, she is associated with small children and a crib or cradle was one of the distinguishing marks. Sahuan's description in book one says, and they also say that she carries a crib with her as someone would carry her child in it. And she goes to the market among the other women and disappearing, she would leave behind their crib. When the other women discover that the crib had been forgotten there, they would look to see what was inside, and there would be a flint, like iron, of the rough kind in which they killed those they sacrificed. By this, they understood that it was Siwaklot who had left it there. What the heck? So now the Jorona is like a spirit? Like a freaking One of the Aztec goddesses. Okay. That's where this trace back to. So you guys don't know about like the lights over here and they're like turning on and off with us talking about like yeah, yeah. so are we getting to something? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Dude, imagine that looking at a crib and then finding a flintstone. Or else? And it's not even just like a regular one. Is the one that the Aztecs used to sacrifice people. Wow. So what, the Yorona was like the that's spirit they that's sacrificed to? it, like, originated. That's like the earliest counting of it, supposedly. And it says, one of the most striking parallels between Siwaklot and La Yorona is that both are associated with infocide. In Book 8 of the Florentine Codex, in the entry, Don Martin, governor of Atelunco, Sajuan's informant reported, In this time, it came to pass that the demon that in the form of a woman walked and appeared by day and by night and was called Siwakot, ate a small boy who was in his cradle in the town of Azcapotzalco. I'm sorry if I'm butchering this Aztec names and cities. It's just really hard to pronounce, okay? And it has led many scholars to believe that the traditional image of La Llorona and thus the stories about her that are mostly description derive from the Aztec belief. Wow. So see, like it ranges all the way back to the Aztecs. And they did live in like most of the southern area of Mexico and South America. So that's why a lot of Latin people know about it. He says the legend is not, as all of the other legends are, of Spanish Mexican origin. It is woolly Mexican, a direct survival from primitive times. La Llorona is a stray from the Aztec mythology, an ancient powerful goddess living on her power for evil lessened, but still potent in modern times. Let's see, if you see her or you hear her, it might be an Aztec goddess. Wow, so it might be a good thing then? I don't 
think it's a good thing, but you know. Good luck that you saw her, I guess. Good luck. Is it the literal legend of La Llorona struck deep roots in Mexican traditions because it was grafted on the Indian legend cycle about the supernatural woman who seduces men when they are out alone on the road or working in the fields. At times, she destroys her lovers after giving herself to them, but often she is helpful as well as passionate and may make a man's fortune or help him raise a fine crop of corn. She is Matlasiwa, or woman of the nets among Nawalt speakers and other language groups, such as the Mixes and the Populucas, knew her by other names as La Sewa. She has been reported as far north as Texas, and she is also known as far south as Panama. I've heard of that in Texas, supposedly. The thing here is, don't go by a river. I mean, apparently she can help you too, so... Are you willing to risk your life on that? Apparently you from the first episode about the whole short life, long life, you might. If you were a guy. No. That that's not worth that's, that. There's your adventure. That's not an adventure. That's a suicide mission. Oh look, this is another like retelling. This says in Mexico City itself, the legend of La Llorona is still related. She was a pretty but humble maiden named Luisa. Oh, look, she's not Maria anymore. Luisa? Mm-hmm. Mm. With whom a rich young man I'm, of... I'm, I'm telling you, this movie that I saw was like, I don't know. Of high society fell in love. He did not marry her, but according to custom, furnished a casita, a love nest for her, where they were happy for many years. His friends visited and respected her, and they had three children. Then where'd the third one pop up from? I don't know. I always knew, well, I always heard it was two. Boy and a girl. Mm-hmm. I think they just did no, that. No, I heard it was two boys. Nah, see, I heard boy and girl, and I think they did that to, like, scare either boys and girls. See, that's why they changed it. But it was originally two boys, because, you know, back then, like, Latin people are only interested in the boys to pass on the name and generation I mean, or whatever. Still, still to this day, I think it's the same. Anyways. Finally, his family prevailed upon him to marry a girl of his own class. He told Luisa he was going to marry, and she made a scene. He stopped visiting her. She was an uninvited guest at his wedding in the big cathedral. She came home maddened with grief and sent a dagger into the tender bodies of each of her children. Well, this one cut her. Not even not even drowned and so this is sounds more like the story you were telling me earlier yeah but it's still different look because she didn't drown them she stabbed them she stabbed them mm-hmm. yeah this is she came home maddened with grief and sent a dagger into the tender bodies of each of her children one after the other and then she threw them in the water then, horror-stricken, she ran wildly through the streets, calling for her little ones, sending horror into the hearts of all who heard her. According to some of the chronicles, Luisa was tried and garroted for her crimes. And on the same day, her lover, Don Nuno de Montes, was buried after having committed suicide. 
Wow. Oh, dang. So he got married and committed suicide on the same time? But see, it's a little different. Because this one, there's no water involved. No. But in most folklores that we've heard, it always has something to do with water. Have you ever had an encounter with it? In what? An encounter with... La Llorona? No, I've never seen anything. Which is a good thing. You're like, I like to keep it that way? Yeah, I like to keep it that way. In Mexico, though, where I'm from, there is a snake that whistles at you. And everyone thought it was La Llorona. A snake? Yeah. Is that even possible? Apparently. Is it like the rattlesnakes that, you know, they have No, 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 no. I said whistles at you, not like... No, I heard what you said. Yeah. There has to be some kind of, like, explanation for that. No, just just randomly hear, like, a whistle, and you're like, what's that? And they're like, it's a snake. You're like, what? I've never seen it. I don't know how it looks, but that's what they told me. Unless they were lying to me. You apparently know, not the apparently first time. Apparently it's a thing time. nowadays, you know? Freaking lie to your kids. <laughs> I mean, apparently there is a snake that whistles. So a lot of people used to be like that, so you don't know. It's called a corn snake or ball pythons and Russell vipers. Those three can whistle. Wow. See, because everyone was like, that's Yorona. But they were like, the Yorona doesn't whistle. And the freaking lady just starts crying. Yeah. But it's she's just She's crying, and if you hear it, you need to go away. Yeah, for real. I mean, uh, who's going to be dumb enough to stay or go check? Like, the movies. Also, like, in the, like, most decent one that we saw, the curse one that was in, like, in L.A. in the 70s, the movie we went to see in the movie theater? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Like, that one... Th- there was some dude that was supposed to be, like, a shaman or something. Yeah, yeah, Like... There's always a shaman or something. Witchery stuff. I know! The thing is, it doesn't have anything to do with it. What do you mean? Like, this weird, magical well, witchery stuff? it's supposed stuff? to be, like, a curse, you know? So, I guess... Well, in that one, because that one didn't say the curse of the Yorona. That's true. I mean, but it's still a curse. It's still freaking goals or something. Yeah, but the person's the one that has to be cursed. Like, the one that's being haunted. Yeah. So, I don't know. The point here is, don't, never well, encounter it. Yeah, just, just read books. Just There's no good movies that it's going to tell you, like, a good story about it. No good pop culture reference about it like maybe we should see like animated ones animated ones i, I remember she came out in scooby-doo one time like you don't know yeah have you, oh, but have you seen a freaking hbo max there's a freaking belmont movie or show oh yeah what's up with that i don't know is scooby-doo on it i don't know man anyways tune in next time let us know other stories that you guys might know. Maybe if you guys are from different cultures, different countries, if you guys have something similar. Maybe, I don't know, maybe some similar story. Some whipping lady killing little kids. Let us know. Maybe it goes more than, you know, just Hispanic traditions. I mean, it does say that it's in, like, Europe folk tales as well. 
Not to the extent that it is in but that's what America. Let us know if you guys have a similar story with some lady. Or, or you've heard a different edition of it because apparently it changes a lot. Yes. What is the common thing though besides is her crying? Lady crying, white dress, water. See, no. The white dress was never mentioned in anything. The what? The white dress. It wasn't mentioned in anything. It's mentioned in a lot of movies. Pretty much every movie. She doesn't Hollywood knows want. nothing. That's true. I guess in the books, there's no such thing as... No, even dress. in the old mythology with the Aztecs, so there's lady, nothing. lady, kids, most of them water? Yeah. Most of them water, yeah, sort of. Oh, what else? Just... Well, kind of like the murder of the kids? You would think if she feels remorse... For killing her own kids, why is she still killing kids? Well, she's technically taking them away, not killing them. So she was crazy. Crazy with grief. I mean, she killed her own kids. She there's something loose there now at this point. A hundred percent. Yeah. So see. Murder's murder. Tune in next time. We'll be discussing crime rights. Crime. crime. That's right, guys. Sort of. We'll see. We'll see. Crime in Ooh, general. In general. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we, we talk about one thing and then we end up talking about other stuff. So we'll see. Yeah. So if you have questions, comments, follow us on our social, Instagram, and like on a like for everything Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. We haven't posted anything in there yet, but just give us a follow. Email us. Like on a like at gmail.com. Okay, see you guys next time.